Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! October has come to an end. It's November 1st, people. Teachers all over the world are surviving. We're going to share some inspirational stories about C.R. Verde, our lives, our students, and what makes us tick in the morning. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 57 of the Nailed It Wall. The number keeps going up, people. It's like age. All right, they don't go down. All right, I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. I'm Miss Schofield. And this week, we want to start off with our Nailed It, Failed It. Get us started, partner. Okay, so I have a great one, and I've been excited to share. Well, we have had a, we had an epic week. We had an epic week. Epic week might be the understatement of the century. Yeah, we and did. And I say that a lot. Yeah, you too. And we say an epic week a lot as well, you know, but this one really was an epic week. Maybe our years are just filled with epic weeks. I know. And so the thing I wanted to, to share was it was a nailed it, but honestly, it was kind of a nailed it that I share with other people. So my STEM class wanted to do these catapults and I had talked I'm going to stop them. you right there. And you've said this is like your favorite STEM class of all time. I love them. You I absolutely love, love them. them every day to start your day with this class. I love this class. I, I really do. And, you know, you and I are so lucky to get to teach them. You know, it's one of those, it's a subject that you don't have to talk kids into doing with you. It's just, it is innately something that you can engage any learner. And that's the thing that I, I just love it. Like, I love my content. For sure. I love teaching science, but STEM is just a totally different class. And, you know, losing my iPads caused me to shuffle the deck and, and revisit this. And I have fallen completely in love with this year and um, dif- just approaching things differently. But one thing that I've done a lot more because I can't just rely on the things I've done in the past is I've really taken it to the kids each quarter now. And said, what would you like to do? What are some things? Here are some ideas I have. What are some ideas you have? And we revisit that. And so it's a new quarter. And I loved, loved my last quarter. And this group, you know, had some big shoes to fill. And they have. They are amazing. So they we talked about wanting to do catapults. And I wanted to do a pumpkin chunkin', and you and I have talked about how that could go so epically wrong, right? To do like a huge one that you see in the the festivals, all that. I think they're pretty much banned around the world. Yeah, banned around the world. <clears throat> I, yeah, there's been some casualties. Yeah, some casualties. Hence why you know I slightly have shied away from them, not put them out of my mind, but just shied away slightly. So talk to the kids; they really, really want to do it, and so I thought. How can I allow them the opportunity to do something that they want to do on a scale that's meaningful? I don't want to baby it down for them. I don't want to take away all of the things that are the thrill, the working with tools, the measuring, the actually constructing this thing and launch something besides, you know, just like a tiny little candy pumpkin. So found a really cool website that had a good design with PVC pipes quite expensive. And so my kids were saying, well, you could always ask parents and teaching eighth grade, as you and I have talked several times is a different beast. Typically 
not all the time, but typically you don't have a flood of donations like you do at the younger ages. And I too have children that are older and you just get to the point where you've kind of done that. You've done those things often as a parent. And so at that point you're usually working or you've just got there. It just isn't, it's not an abundance of donations or things of that nature, which does not upset me. It's just, that's life. So I thought, well, this is something the kids want to do. And to buy the supplies, we're talking like over $300, these things are going to cost. And so I put together an email, I send it out and I thought, we'll just see what happens. And within a day, I had the project completely funded by one of the students. Their parents um, work at Home Depot and Home Depot donated all of the supplies. And I was completely blown away. I was completely blown away by it. And so I think my nailed it in conjunction with this is having the faith to say, this is important to the students. I need to find possibilities, not all the reasons why it would be difficult. And to still put it out there, having no idea how I would fund this and trust that that there's ways to make things work. And the kids are over the moon. We're going to start, I believe tomorrow, we're working on some Veterans Day, um, you know, honoring the veterans for Veterans Day coming up. They're making videos. So, you know, if time allows, and tomorrow will be the first day of construction. And they're just the community of this class, how much they appreciate this donation, what they're going to be allowed to do. And honestly, you know, you and I are both a fan of just letting kids, you're there to supervise them with the tools, but you don't micromanage. It's them trying to puzzle this out and you guiding them as more of a coach rather than someone that's telling them what to do. And I think they're going to be really shocked that this is challenging. This is going to be more challenging than, than they realize. And I'm a excited. Catapult. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they all play Clash of Clans, but a catapult, I mean, you need counterweights. Like, what's the other weight? You have your counterweight and... Great question. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, this is this well, is a process. Yeah, so, but they're not making... They're but making, you haven't told them what kind of pumpkins they're, they're throwing. No, they've seen them. There are many... Oh, no, oh the listeners. listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, they're... Many pumpkins, but they're slightly bigger than your your very small mini pumpkins. So they're like a like an adolescent pumpkin, okay. um, tween. They're a tween pumpkin, and the kids are just they're seriously losing their mind. And I'm excited that I'm challenged to do something different that I've never done before. And like I said. I could have these kids, I would like to have these kids every single day for the rest of the year. Um, they're just remarkable. And it just shows you how hungry kids are to try things. This is early in the morning. It's before their content courses. And they come and they're excited to see what we're going to do. And I just, I cannot get enough of it. I'm so pumped. You need to share the story how the PVC got delivered. Oh my gosh. Because even your student was shocked. Yeah. The kid whose dad uh, delivered it, that, you know, there's some back and forth with the Home Depot people because the store was in surprise and they wanted to know if I was going to come down to the store. But the day I could do it, they weren't, the manager wasn't going to be there. And so that wasn't going to work out. So they just came to the realization, we'll deliver it to you, which was awesome because, again, it was in surprise. And so they and, deli- and you're a teacher. You're and busy. I'm a teacher. Yeah, I'm trying to do like a lot of living right now. So, you know, I 
I just had faith that it was going to show up. And I told the kids, you know, they are financing this. They're going to donate everything and it will come when it comes. In the meantime, we have plenty of things that we'll tackle. And so they haven't been stressed about, about it at all. And it showed up. I got a call from the off-run office saying, are you expecting a delivery? Uh, all this stuff just got sent or dropped off. And it was like, I mean, when we're talking PVC pipes, how long would you say those are? I'm really bad at that stuff. I think they're like 10 feet. Yeah. I mean, they're huge, huge, multiple PVC pipes and, and other supplies as well. And come to find out that the dad that delivered it drives this tiny little BMW. So for him to fit these into his BMW and drive from surprise with these things. And they must catch wind, right? Because there's PVC yeah. and they're hollow and they just, you know, the wind would. So it's fascinating to me. And so the son of the father that did this, he said, I have no idea how my dad did this because his car is so tiny. There's no way these would have fit in properly. So I have this great visual of this dad driving, you know, our PVC stuff. I'm sure uh, people were fascinated by his life choices. So we have benefited and there will, uh, mark my words, I will tweet out this project. Yeah. We're going to hold you to it. You will. I, you better. All last week. We still didn't get a tweet. I know. I know. I'm working at baby steps. I am working towards, I am working towards the common goal. I was quite, it you, was an intense. You didn't intense... have to go to surprise to pick this up. I know. This is true. You know, with the time you saved, you could have <laughs> tweeted some of these awesome things true out. True story. True story. I am working towards that. I am getting closer and closer. The people still have not seen these Rosalind Franklin videos. I know. This is true. Uh, but we had a ton of stuff. That happened last week. So share your nailed it. Oh, first. I nailed it. I mean, mine goes without saying. I know. Me and you are very fortunate. We get to do the morning announcements. We get to write it. We get to create it. The students have a big voice in it. We haven't brought the students back. We're going to bring them back at the beginning of the third quarter just because we love it so much. We love doing all the, <laughs> the jokes and the creativity. Like, it is like our passion. Yeah, it is. It has become our passion project. And we were talking about. How many number of episodes, like, you haven't been sick, I haven't been sick, and we've just kept this going. And it was Spirit Week last week, and the kids, they get a little crazy on Spirit Week. And when you say Spirit Week, I mean, it's an understatement how the kids are just a different beast. You know, teachers, you think they're happier, they're wearing jeans, but they they secretly dread Spirit Week. Yeah, they, they do not love it. And we had an amazing Spirit Week on Monday on the announcements. I asked you on live TV, what should we set a goal for our pink out for breast cancer? That, that was coming up on Friday, which is a great cause. It's check for a lump, which 100% of the donations go to this supporting um, co-pays and meals and all these awesome things. And what number did you come up with? Okay. I said 200 I said $200. This is what I said. I have, that is what you said. I did. Yeah. And I, on live TV, I was like, erroneous. You did. I was like, nonsense. You did. I was like, horse nickel. I don't even know if that's the word. No, it's not, but I okay. like it. We're going right. to make it. So I, I called you out, and I set the goal of $500, mm-hmm. you know, like not just doubling you, but doubling you and going up a little bit. Mind you, this is brand new. This no one's talked about... Raising money, we didn't. We weren't even. We weren't even sure how we were going to collect it. What was going to like nothing? We had no game plan. You just threw this out on Monday. On Monday, we hyped it up. 
me and you, last weekend, we went to the AZ After School STEM conference. Awesome conference. I, I, sports science gave this huge thing of sports equipment to me. Huge I won this bin. raffle. Huge bin. I'm not even sure how my name got pulled. Yeah. Maybe it was from my tweets. I was tweeting. Yeah, you were tweeting. I, I think true. that's how I my name got pulled. I won this huge bin. Me and you were so excited. <laughs> I tweeted out the lady <laughs> that, really that gave were. me the bin. And inside this thing was... A water balloon launcher. Yes, it was. And uh, I got so excited. I said, I said, the winning class that brings in the most money will get to launch water balloons at six teachers. And, you know, I mean, you know, to aim a water balloon launcher, it's like Angry Birds. It's like some serious, like, precision and strength. You know, a lot goes into it. Explain a water balloon launcher to others. It's like a slingshot. It's like a slingshot. That takes three people. Yeah. Takes a lot of people. Yeah. Takes a lot of you people. You actually endured a water balloon launcher slingshot injury. Yeah. Like on the level of like needing Have triage. you ever had a bruise this bad? Never in my Never life. In and I, life. mind you, I played soccer and I was a goalie. So I took a lot of shots. Like I was, I took a lot of bruises in that position. I've. I was raised with a lot of boys in my life, you know, old, youngest, you know, whatever. Took a lot of beatings with from my uncles and cousins, yet still have never in my life seen a bruise like this. I mean, the good news is it was your son that launched it. Yeah, that's so a great news. Great me, news. you, and your son yeah, sorry, went go ahead, out continue. and we tested this water balloon launcher. Mind you, this thing can launch water balloons 100 yards, 100 yards and more. I launched one. I think it still hasn't landed. Quite possibly. I mean, yes. and and so it's just that excitement, that buzz, and we knew it was going to be big on Wednesday. Like the money was already rolling in. Classes were talking about it. Kids were talking about it, and they're just so excited. And we were sharing stories and announcement about the NFL, about um, about wearing pink, what the month of October means, and all of these stories. And it was just a buzz. Like, we had no clue what it was. I, I knew we were going to hit the $500 mark. I didn't know how much more we're going to hit it over that. But, and our school has great pride. Amazing pride. Yeah, we really Fridays, do. they wear green and purple like no other. Yeah. I barely saw any green and purple on Friday. I'm talking kindergarten through eighth grade. See a it was just a sea of pink. Yeah. And it was just, I get goosebumps right now talking I about know. it because I was so excited just about the pink. And like eighth grade. Eighth, eighth grade. grade, who they typically are too cool for school, do not participate. I think you had a big part of that, though. Yeah, and well, they embraced cow- Cowboy Day, ironically. I have no idea where that came from. And pink, this pink out. Anyway, continue on. So, Friday rolls around. We're, we're, we're getting early. It's like kind of like an election day. Like we're getting early numbers. Yes. We're like, yes. oh, we hit 500 and 700. You had some of your eighth grade Stugo students. They were counting the money mm-hmm. and they were giddy. They Every were time so they came giddy. back, they hit 1,000. Our minds were blown. We've already doubled my goal. Yeah. Not your goal. Okay. My goal. Yeah. We've, and and we've... then we hit 2,000. We raised $3,066.39. Just by putting out there on the announcements and the passion of our students and our community and just people to give. Students were so inspired. My own daughter, I think she really got everybody fired up about this. On the announcements on Monday, she emptied out her wallet and boom, slapped down $20. 
and we were we were four hundred eighty dollars closer to our goal, and that inspired other students other students to make twenty two dollar donations, hundred dollar donations, <laughs> multi hundred dollar donations. Yes. Of wanting to support this cause. And I love I love this organization too. So I don't know that I've ever collected money for on campus or collected something where we both felt so passionately about the cause and the good this organization could do for the cause. I mean, I felt like we were in we were incredibly privileged to be part of that. And the thing that blew you away was how much people cared and what this means to our community, what it meant to the kids to talk about it and just the sea of pink everywhere. Just everywhere. People were wearing pink and it was truly phenomenal. And that was just one part of our Friday. One part. You know, it came back, the kindergarten parade. They have a Halloween parade every year and I get choked up every single time. Like I, I, I have real tears. Like, you know, and it's it's my favorite day of the year is like how cute they are. And we were in our staff student volleyball game and they didn't change that around. And they had them walk through the gym and the seventh and eighth graders stood up, gave them a standing ovation. And it was like the sweetest thing ever. And like and they truly are precious. the kings of the school on that day. And it's uh, something those kids will never forget. The teachers, parents never forget. The parents weren't on campus, but they did walk out through the parking lot. That was cute. And it's truly amazing. And then, you know, and the students were so excited because a lot of these students have never experienced a a staff student basketball game, volleyball game. Well, none, really, if you think about it. Yeah. They wouldn't have. I mean, unless they were part of probably Coach Cullen's class in third grade. We may have had the volleyball one, though, for the eighth graders now when they were in seventh grade. Oh, no, we wouldn't have, We right? wouldn't. No, yeah. I don't think wow, we did. Wow, COVID was a long time. Yeah. 18 months. Isn't that crazy? And to follow up that, we had our first dance in 18 months. Yeah. And talk about the dance a little bit. The dance was incredibly, like, I was talking to uh, Mr. Galetti and Mrs. Labui and some teachers out at Carpool this morning, and I was saying that... because it's been so long, because we were talking about, and I don't know, like last night was Halloween and there were trick-or-treaters obviously, and they would come to the door and they wouldn't say trick-or-treat. Like you would open the door and they would not, they would just be staring. And I was saying, it's so odd. They've forgotten how to trick-or-treat. Like they've forgotten that there's this whole ritual, like you open the door and they say this, and then you do this. And it was really just surprising. I said, you know, in a year they've forgotten. And I, then I was talking about how for this dance, I have never in the time that I've been there, and I chaperone every single dance. You I love chaperone the dance. I chaperone every single dance, and we have one in the fall, we have one in the spring, and then as eighth grade students, then there's also an eighth grade dance, and I chaperone every single one of them every single year. And I have never seen what we saw at this dance on Friday, which was just unabashed joy great word and they were the dance floor was packed right from the beginning and they danced their hearts out they laughed they were smiling and i was saying much like the trick-or-treaters forgot how to like do their ritual the eighth graders 
it, they didn't realize that typically there's awkwardness. They didn't realize that usually there's some trepidation, like they're kind of like you have wallflowers and there's awkwardness. They didn't realize to be like that because of COVID. They've never, it, it was like they forgot to be awkward and they, all they did was show up and dance their hearts out and had the most amazing time. I have never seen so much Sounds joy. Sounds like a movie. Yeah. I'm fired it, up. It really was. And, and it was. You a, didn't share this part of yeah, it with me. I love that you saved and, this for the pod. Well, and the thing is, is honestly, as I was reflecting on it with, with Mr. Galetti and, you know, some other teachers, it, that's what occurred to me is they were, they d- it didn't occur to them to be nervous and awkward like they would normally would because COVID was so oppressive for so many people that there were no opportunities to just let loose in a social situation and just be happy and a kid. And, and they, it was, it was actually a beautiful experience. Like we just had as chaperones, just smiles on our faces the whole night and just really thoroughly enjoyed watching them, just watching them soak this up. And I mean, a lot of eighth grade was there, a lot of eighth grade. And I would say there was a good representation in seventh as well. And, you know, the hard thing was, is we, you know, with COVID, sometimes you, you have close contact. And so there's groups that miss. And so there's events and, you know, student staff game was less numbered and same with the dance, but it didn't affect the morale. It didn't affect the morale at the student staff game. I'm hoping you're going to talk about that. And then also the dance, it was just pure joy and happiness. I wasn't going to talk about the student staff game, but I feel like there's a part, like both of our teams won the championship. Now some of our which girls... Which has never happened. Which has never happened. Our girls went undefeated. Shout out to our girls. They are incredible. Some of them were home because of close contact, and so they didn't have their full squad there. The boys also won the championship, one loss all year, and they were, both teams were riding high. They thought they were going to come in, and then they were just going to bulldoze the teachers in front of all of their 7th and 8th grade peers. They really did. And you talk about, like, the awkwardness at the dance. Like, it was so funny in terms of the students turning, like, not turning on their, their fellow classmates, but they were wholeheartedly cheering for the teachers. They were so excited. They loved the, how happy we were together, how we were talking, how we were playing up the crowd, how we were we were just getting pumped up. And then we, we, we beat, beat both teams pretty good. Like, solidly. I mean, solidly. Like, they kind of get points on us. We were spiking it. Like, serves were on point. And my favorite point is a lot of times when you get the 7th and 8th grade in – in the bleachers, there's a lot of policing going on, yes. like a misbehavior. Behavior, yeah. And then something that I've never seen was, and usually there's this division, there's this line, there's seventh yes. grade and there's eighth grade. Yes. And then all of a sudden, there they started doing the "We Will Rock You" chant, stomping the bleachers, yes. like, and it wasn't for the teachers or the students. It was just Caught about the being moment. there, yeah. yeah, and about being there. And us as teachers, we were just so pumped up, like we were so excited, we were like amped. we were, and and the kids were just so happy, and like there was just no like Yahoo ness yeah. like yeah. out there. I love and, that word. That's and, good. Uh, yeah, I that. just made that up. Yeah, copyright. Well, you're so right. They got caught. They got swept into the emotion of the experience. It was there were. I, now, were there behavior issues? Possibly, from our point of view, we were on the court and we we're. But 
I really don't feel like it was. I felt like everyone was there. This is their first there. time in the bleachers. Yeah, they were, and that's a huge thing, which, you know, And I'm you think still, about this is the first time for those seven, and it's a big deal for those seventh and eighth graders to make that shift from sitting on the floor to the bleachers. Both and, of them at the same yeah. time simultaneously experiencing that, that they've never experienced. It was pure happiness. Just, I, I have never. Talk about the respect that you got. The rest of the day, well, you were a beast in front of the net. Thanks. We we had I the teachers had a f- tremendous they they had tremendous moments. Every single teacher did a really good job. It was it was really just an honor to be out there, and you know my students were they were really surprised. They were surprised, and as we were coming back, they would you know all day I got a lot of compliments about playing and they weren't you were pity. glowing all day yeah they were not pity compliments they were genuine and they were just and Respect. they were shocked for the teachers as a squad at how we did well and the boys they were upset they weren't upset with us they were upset with themselves and they were they said that was embarrassing. You guys really beat us, and we weren't expecting that. And so it was good conversations. And of course, you know, like I, I, had, to, say, I had a lot I of like, trash talk just because you know I teach eighth grade and it's street cred. Like you've got to <laughs> play that up a little bit because you don't want them to you know think you're soft on that. But we you know we did have a conversation about just saying you know they had some real. They gave us a run for our money. They started coming back and we had to play harder and tighten up. And, you know, the whole experience, we were just, we were, I didn't even know what time it was. Most of the time we were out there. I didn't care, honestly. Um, I just, it, I, there was no place else anybody else wanted to be. It was just like kind of a Rudy kind of moment, you know? I love the Rudy analogy. And yeah. the boys were hoping they could get another rematch in to kind of redeem themselves yeah. in front of their classmates. And that was just on Friday, you know, and I'm going to rewind to Thursday. Uh, we're part of this, you know, we've fired up our our eSports and we got it going, not even with our online capabilities all fixed there. And 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 so we got Rocket League and Super Smash. Those uh-huh. are like the two big things that our kids love. And Super Smash is just huge. And we haven't connected with any other schools or a league for our kids and they're just dying they just want to battle other schools and get into shoutcasting and stream our matches online so and kind of get there and we're on our way that's what we went to the conference for yeah primarily. yeah there's gonna be a group from goodyear that was leading uh an esports thing and you know we love conferences where there's anything esports we want to connect and um we were so fortunate like the district has been great working with us getting our ports up so and, great um we're back online, and like, we're in week week five of our Rocket League sport, of our Rocket League league, and we're playing teams from Utah, Nevada, California. We're in the West Coast region, and it's just so awesome. We had our first two games. Mind you, we have not been online, so the kids have been coming, but we actually don't know what their skill level is. We had not really, really seen them in action, so continue on. So we had two games scheduled. We had a third scheduled, and we had one little glitch there. We couldn't get this third game going. And how it works, you play the best of five. So the first team to three wins, uh, wins. And our team sat down. Uh, we have a sixth-grade team and an eighth-grade team. So we have two Rocket League teams, and we're playing this like JV uh, division. And our kids just sat down, and they just clicked. 
they were... Yeah, but describe how they were playing. It wasn't even on the same TV and not even talking. Yeah, they, I mean, they. I mean, there was a little talk. Keen was like, he was, did mean, a good job of facilitating. Correct, and, correct. Um, but they just... They've not played they together. Connected and, and they they won 3 nothing and 3 nothing, And I think we... I think they outscored their opponents 34-2 to two in those two matches. And then we're back. We're online. And it inspired us to... Uh, get the gaming chairs in there and also get yes. uh, the streaming and the shoutcasting going mm-hmm. and then give this to our Super Smash kids. And the kids were just so happy. They were just so happy and they were so patient. And today I did a little montage celebrating them on the announcements of them working together and showing some highlights. And so many kids came up to me. They're like, I can't believe kids were playing Rocket League at school. Oh my God, it's esports. This is like the new thing. And they're like, I, I play Rocket League. And then kids were like, you know, just wanting to be in the Super Smash Club now. And like, and then, you know, that came from the conference that we were at this past weekend. Uh, there was a, a teacher that teaches math and does uh, esports in Gilbert. And she talked about use the announcements. And yes. just uh, to treat it like a, a sport at yep. the middle school level was so powerful today. And so many kids were just so excited for their victories and what they were doing and the fact that they were at school and they had no clue that this world existed. And me and you, like, I mean, you talk about an amazing week. Like, these are our weeks. This is I what know. we get to do. Like, esports is our passion. Yes. Your son is helping us out with this. Yes, and that's so cool. It's, it, I mean, I was honestly, there's not many times where I just sit back and take in the moment and... Just to see them so happy, like they just they want to be in leagues. They want to see their standings and their scores, and they want to compete every week. And no one be like, "Oh, we got this game, we got this game," and and uh, just to be online. And shout out to Troy at the district office. He is every time we've asked him to come out, he's come out to try to fix things. And you know, esports is not his thing, and he's been truly amazing to do. Everything and anything to get us online, and I was just, I was, I was just so happy that we were online. Well, and the journey is we already spent all this time already. The first time getting online and doing, ago. yeah, eighteen months ago, and all of this legwork and how difficult that was, and to finally be in full swing of esports at that point, and then COVID literally brought everything to a screeching halt. Then fast forward. And all of the ports got ripped out of your room. It's part of this remodel thing. And so we lost everything. And then the person that had set it all up for us moved to Alaska. Moved to Alaska. And so Matthew, you're literally, you yeah. So you're literally starting, I felt like even three steps backwards from where we started the first time. And we just kept hitting obstacles, obstacles. Uh, but. I think that's why we were just glowing on Thursday because how far we came in one day. That was the first time they competed. They had not worked as a team before together uh, because we had kind of a hodgepodge mix. We didn't have all of our eighth grade together or all of our sixth grade. It was kind of a mix. And they're on three separate TVs for this match because there was this glitch that we hadn't figured out. So... And, and the other thing that we were both really impressed with was they were typing really 
they were communicating to each other. So what, as, what do you call it? You yeah, dubbed it. Uh, responsible gaming. So to one another they were. But even then when the matches were over, they would always congrat like, you know, good game and all of that. And we were so proud of them because this is just their nature that they were respectful and not gloaty and and even just so low key. They dominated. They dominated. We were so proud of them. And and they had fun. Like they just were so They were so excited. So and excited. Like, and so, you know, we're halfway through the season, we're we're online and 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 we went to the previous weekend, we learned about a lot of cool things going yes, on we with did. Super Smash and and a lot of the high schools in our district, they're all PC based. They do a lot of League of Legends, they do Rocket League, but it's all a lot of it PC. And the cool thing is in our district and a lot of the districts in Arizona um, they're treating esports as a varsity sport, so yeah. like you have to do your grade checks. They're paying the coaches, like varsity coaches, which is truly amazing when you think about it. But then you have those curmudgeons who don't understand what the what the future of esports is and, and what people are doing with it. And the kids were just so happy, and I was just I was just so happy for them and reaching out to the other coach, and and so she's just kind of getting us started, and you know, like I was just. You know, the streaming is like, it, it, that's our next thing. And it to teach the kids. And, and so I, I'm so excited. And we, we do all this on Nintendo Switches. And, I mean, I, I just can't believe how much we just packed in this podcast. This is just a, a week of our lives, you know. know. And, and we didn't even talk about the, the conference we went to. I know. And we have to go back to the conference because it was meaty. Like, we... We didn't know what to expect. A lot of our stuff got canceled, and we walked away. Did you away. turn your receipts into Lori yet? I have not. Thank okay. you for reminding me. Let's make sure we get that. Yeah, we're going to get on that. Um, but it was, we got so much, and we're better for we're better for it. So I'm really excited. And an in-person conference. That was our, yes. I mean, we were supposed to go to ISTE, uh, you know, in March, right? Spring break of yes. two years ago, 18 months ago. And this was the first in-person conference we've been to, right? And we love conferences. We love the Google EdTech team conferences. We love getting those things. And ST had a virtual conference. We're like, oh, the last thing we want to do is sit on Zoom, even though there was great things going on. Like, I just don't have the Zoom in me. And uh, I'm part of this uh, computer science credential thing. And every Tuesday we meet on Zoom. And it just, it just, I cringe. Even we had a staff meeting on Zoom a week ago, which, which was hard. great. I was it's running hard. behind. Yeah. Hopefully, Mr. Blade's not listening. <laughs> I was in the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts, and you know what? Uh, I was at the staff you were meeting. Zooming, yeah. I was Zooming, you, you know, so. Zooming, Zooming. I, I can't hate uh, everything about Zoom there, but, um, you know, like, you know, if you're an aspiring teacher out there, you know, like, find your niche, you know, like, this is the greatest job on the planet. These kids want amazing educators and talk about that we saw our basketball kids trying out today and you poked your head over the fence just to watch them trying out and your boys were so sweet they're like mrs Schofield, mrs Schofield. they were they were just so excited to see you so um this is what we want this podcast to be about sharing all these things like there's no fluff we are not making up any of these things that happen. No, that's this true. is our life. Like, but here's the thing: it's not just that we're so lucky, and that you know. But I think the thing is, is I really hope that teachers find things to get excited about, and find things for your students to get excited about, because that's what's going to bring this experience of teaching 
to a level that you don't want to be anywhere else. Because when you're doing the things that you know are meaningful to your kids and they're so amped, you can't help but get swept up in that emotion as well. And it just, it it feels like this privilege that you get to be part of that journey for them. And so find ways to bring that passion out and to get them amped up about whatever it is. I mean, every Every kid's got a thing, but every teacher has something that they're able to, to share and find what that is and, and put a lot of passion and excitement into it because I feel like our week was phenomenal, but it's because we get to do so many things like that where we really get to just get kids excited about learning and just life in general. As we always say, people, if you can be anything, be kind. Are you on Twitter? You can find us on Twitter. Search for me, Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me, a positive proton. She promises she'll be tweeting this week, people. Mark my words. (laughs) She will tweet something out. Hashtag All right, we we got a big surprise coming next week. I cannot wait for this surprise coming next week. So make sure you tune in next week. If you want to see our beautiful faces, make sure you check out our morning announcements. You can search them up on YouTube at SV Viper Pit, no spaces.